I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. Klopp and Clavin trying to find sense in defeat by Trevor Downey. I recently asked my daughter to clarify exactly what the kids mean when they say something is meta. Now, you can stop your smug sniggering. It's not like I had no idea. I may remember Kane Dalglish gracing the number seven for the Red Men. I may have had my first legal pint in 1991, and I may even speak like a relic of the oldie-worldie at times, but I'm not entirely Demo Day. Yeah, I've probably ruined that already with Demo Day, haven't I? Anyway, meta is a term used to describe something that's characteristically self-referential. Like if I told you I was writing a novel about an Irish man with a wonky head who was writing a novel about an Irish man with a wonky head, then you, achingly cool hipster that you are, would likely respond with a dismissive snort and say, dunno, bit bloody meta, isn't it? That was the exact sentence that came to mind earlier today as I watched Sky Sports' Jim White analysing a social media exchange between the official accounts of Manchester City and united good lord i thought the media is consuming itself how very meta then as the horror unfolded i realized that it was not meta at all it was simply horrific as i gasped open mouthed at one of the worst pieces of modern television journalism in history i felt some brain matter ooze from my left ear this was the type of television that you can feel making you stupider with every second you spend watching it at least the two accounts in question seemed aware of the awfulness of the banter. But Jim, Harry Redknapp's text buddy, feigned a tone of superiority whilst milking the story for all it was worth, acting out the expression of an emoji and explaining to us all that a spelling mistake is known in the journalistic world as a typo. Remarkably horrendous stuff. It seems to have been a day for making bad banter-based decisions Jamie Carragher used his Twitter account to make a dubious gag about how the arrest of Newcastle United's managing director following a HMRC investigation into transfer activity at Newcastle United was probably a Machiavellian Rafa Benitez plot to seize control of all the transfers. Eesh, a bit close to the bone there, Jamie. Speaking of a bit close to the bone, imagine your columnist's amazement to find yet another regrettable decision screaming out from the pages of the official LFC website, where we can find a photo of a very shell-shocked looking Ragnar Clavin, beneath whom is emblazoned the legend, we have to work together 
to improve defensively. Well now, in the wake of the most recent pathetic capitulation to Crystal Palace, that seems an even more redundant piece of journalism than that horror show that Sky actually paid Jim White for. Reflecting on the Redmen's lamentable record of just two, that's two, clean sheets in 15-2017 games, the Estonian talked of how identifying the issues causing the ineptitude in our rearguard is not so easy, and insists that it's not just down to a couple of things. At this point, however, Dejan Lovren and James Miller were seen to shift very uneasily in their chairs. It's a harsh league, insists Clavan, as he endeavours to convince us all that, well, these things happen. It's not easy to put down to a couple of things, but we have to work together as a team, the left-footed centre-half told LiverpoolFC.com. That's our goal, of course, to not concede any goals in any game, but this is football and everybody has good strikers as well. It's not so easy to pinpoint exactly what's going on. I think it's just not one thing. There are multiple things put together that make the whole difference. At this level, it can be one moment, just a lack of concentration, and that's it. In this harsh league, those things get punished straight away, and that's how it is when you play at the highest level. The concept that other teams have good strikers must surely, you fancy, have crossed the mind of Jurgen Klopp, as he sent out repeatedly shaky defences in red. But having defended them all season, the manager is unsurprisingly bullish, but admirably frank about the latest setback. He insists he's a fighter who can see the sense in every defeat and learn from it. I am used to nothing more in my life than getting up after a knock, the German averred. That's no problem. I spoke to the boys after the game and it's no problem for me. The defeat is frustrating and we made mistakes, which is disappointing. But that's how things are. It makes sense. Defeats always make sense. There's a reason for them. It's about what you did in the game, but also how you react. And we have a few days now to recover from this. There's one month to go. Four games. And we will not give up. With Arsenal and Tottenham registering narrow wins ahead of tonight's Manchester derby, the pressure on Liverpool to beat Watford is building, but it will increase exponentially in each of the remaining games against Southampton, West Ham and Middlesbrough. Only 12 points will leave the Red Men in with a fair shout of retaining their currently held fourth spot, but even four wins is not the guarantee that some are suggesting. Tragically, we will all be watching the Mancunian face-off in the hope that Pep Guardiola's lot can beat a Jose Mourinho team that I swear will have the extra motivation that the sour Portuguese always seems to find when it means thwarting Liverpool. Sky and Jim must be rubbing their hands in gleeful anticipation of all the Twitter bants they'll be able to analyse. As I was putting this piece together, I had the Spurs game on the background and just... It's very depressing to have to admit that basically what Spurs are is a stronger, physically stronger, more resilient version of Liverpool. At our best, we can probably beat them. But over the course of a season, they've just had that extra physicality to go with the obvious technical ability they have. The sort of insistence of a player like Harry Kane up front. It was just interesting to watch him. He didn't score this evening, but there's just something about him. He just gets the ball and moves seemingly slower than everybody else on the pitch 
and yet inexorably toward the goal, people falling off and falling away from him. The man's an enigma. It's so strange to watch. He just makes room for himself, like he exists in some sort of black hole or vortex of his own, and things just slow down around him. He seems to be able to make space for himself and time for himself. It's a remarkable thing to watch, and they have so many big, solid, and yet technically gifted footballers. I'll be honest, I was envious watching Spurs, and that is a horrible thing to have to say and to have to admit. Imagine that. At this stage of the season, Spurs have not spurs it. And in fact, Liverpool, it looks like, have created their own very Liverpool thing that they're insisting on doing, which is losing to these lower-ranked teams in the league. Now, we have four games. I've heard a lot of people, including Emery Chan in yesterday's piece, talking about how four wins will almost guarantee European football and the Champions League. <laughs> I wish I believed that. I wish I believed we could get four wins. I don't honestly believe it in my heart the way things are at the moment with this team, with the, uh, the opposition specifically that we have left to face. But even if we do, it's no guarantee. All Man United have to do is keep winning and they're, they've got it. So we're looking for favours. And that's just a crappy position to be in. It's really insecure. Of course, it'll probably feel all the better if in the end we finally do get it. Thank you for listening to AI Audible. You can read this episode's article along with many others on AnfieldIndex.com. You can download our AI channel app on iOS and Android. And you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter at AI Audible and on AnfieldIndex.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.